0: total of really eight speakers because there were other, it was the MC and then it was the host and then it was the Dr. Washington who spoke at the end and um, they were all powerful speakers but the five individuals spoke on the story, you know, that related with, you know, slavery and what channeled with them as far as ancestry and stuff like that, so it was very powerful. Um, But yeah, that was yesterday, we went to the regional F museum and it was very like educational um and it was a bit triggering i guess you could say you know and um it definitely did relate to the topic today which is the role of fatherhood which ironically enough it is father's day so shout out to all the fathers out there happy father's day to y'all You know, I'm wishing y'all many, many blessings, you know, you know, even the sperm donors. I'm happy Father's Day to y'all, too. Um, Mothers that have to play the father role, happy Mother's Day to you, you know. Um, But, yeah, as I said, you know, yesterday was a very powerful day. It was a trademarking day. And um, I just felt like it did, like I said, it relates to what I need to talk about today. Um, as I said there was five speakers The story The first story they spoke on being A young black woman In corporate America Which I related with Like tremendously because of the simple fact that I've been working since I was 16 But then I started going into the call center work um, Around like 1920. You know so I was in it for a minute And it just wasn't it because as she spoke on it and you know testified on it yesterday you could be working 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 busting your ass making sacrifices leaving the emotions at home but promotions going past you raises going past you like even if you ask for it it's like you got some nerve to ask for it you know and she expressed that and i was like dang i really relate to that so that was strong then story number two was about secrets and the chains attached to it you know because this this young woman she um was telling a story about how her great-grandmother was raped you know she thought it was always four of them but it was actually 14 and uh she learned that her great-grandmother fled and it was like a big background to it um and then you know it went from it just was a chain that went with it because it went from the great grandmother to the grandmother to the mother and then to the daughter because she had an older sister who was also raped but then the young lady that spoke yesterday she was also raped you know but she was like kind of like the only one that wanted to speak out about it you know and, and like scream about it and let people know about it while they were more in the hush about it but that's what they were used to you know back in when it was slavery time, you know It was getting raped by masters And you just keeping it hush-hush You know, because you want to survive You want to make it to the next day And um, she learned that her mother Her mother's tragedy She was going to take to death Because her mother was, like I said, her mother was also raped And she had found a letter That her mother wrote Pretty much saying, if I if I die It's because I was raped by this man Blah, blah, And it was like, deep. so, you know That's just a trademark on expressing the generational you know damage that can happen between daughters and mothers the relationship because it it caused damage between their relationship with their own mother um then story number three taking things for granted and trusting the process because this story this man he um you know he was a young man. He had he had dreams. He had ambitions. And then he learned that the female he was dealing with ended up pregnant. So, for him, his life was ending. You know, he was full of anger. He was full of resentment. He was full of shame. And he had the baby. You know, he was a good father, but angry about being a father. But then the baby started having health complications. So, they had to go to the hospital. And the baby had to get an MRI, and I guess during the time, the baby coded blue, meaning that the baby had passed off, and the doctors, you know, they were trying to be, like, sensitive about it and stuff like that, Um, but, you know, good story ending, the baby did survive, they ended up, you know, being able to be revived, and they did survive, but, you know, what was whispered to the man was, you sure you don't want him? because I'll take them, you know? And that was just powerful because he he was there in the in the um, labor room. Can you imagine being there watching your son or daughter being delivered, right? And you should be full of joy. You should be full of happiness, but you're just full of anger and resentment. And then you hear that whisper in your ear, you sure you don't want him? Because I'll take him. And then eight months later, you're having complications with your, your, your child, you know, where you do actually risk losing them you know what I'm saying like so I could just imagine the emotions like I channel with the emotions even my girl said it like we felt the emotions it was the it was the anger it was the shame it was the guilt and then like it turned into the joy then the pride and because he, he's just so proud now of his son who, was the, who he said was what 10 10 years old and know how they're just thriving it's not what he thought his life was going to be about but it's even better than what he thought his life was going to be so it's just like you got to trust the process so that was a powerful story story number four you know um her name was dr harvey (laughs) dr lachey harvey she was hilarious at the same time but you know she talked about big dick energy and how that's what she was looking for but at the same time she got that big dick energy You know what I'm saying? But how she was always bought up to be that good girl. You know, she always wanted to be that good girl because all she was used to seeing was hoes. And, like, girls getting pregnant at a young age and just that happening over and over. So instead of her following that cycle, she broke that cycle and did something different. She focused on her education, things like that. Um, But she was just trying to fit into this society girl versus her being herself, you know, like how she, she expressed she was in her 40s, she's almost in her 40s, and I guess she went to a doctor's appointment recently, and she has like, what is thyroids in her stomach, to where now she can't even, you know, hold, hold, you know, carry a baby, and the doctor had nerve to ask her, you know, did you think about having babies younger, and she's like, well, no, you know, like, that's not what my Intentions were was to have children young, you know, and it's like we are put to have this image on us or this expectation to want to have children, to want to just be out there and have babies and not know who the dad is, and like because we're grown to believe that the idea of a black family is a single mother household, and that is just toxic. Like, why would you want to think that way? Why would you want to? put that label on yourself and your family. That's why I do see, like, that that kind of pattern breaking because I do now see a lot of united families. Like, yesterday, there was a lot of united black families. Like, and I'm just looking like, wow, like, it's a lot of fathers in here. Even if they were just with their kids, it was just like, you're here. You know what I'm saying? You're present. And pediatric studies actually say that an involved father... Promotes inner growth and strength, and I have to say, and this may be kind of triggering for many people because a lot of us have challenged relationships with our parents, not even just our father, but a lot of us have that freaking chip on our shoulders when it comes to our our dads, and with me, I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's I don't hate my father, I don't wish bad upon him, but. I'm hurt by some of the choices he's made, you know, as a father. And it's like, we have, we've had the opportunity to talk about it, but it doesn't really get anywhere. So it's just unfortunate with that part, but it's still like, when you have that kind of resentment or even that kind of emotion built up in you, you know, you have to learn to forgive and move on from that. When That's the type of you have to move on. Like, you have to continue to move on. You can't continue to hold on to that and want something or expect something. Um, So you yourself can promote inner growth and strength. You know what I'm saying? So I said that to say that. You know what I mean? So it's like if something's triggering you in a negative way, don't feel the need to hold on to it. You know what I'm saying? Because I always kept fighting for the relationship. That's what it's expected you know like you, i'm supposed to want to want this i'm supposed to want them father doing relationship but at the same time it was always triggering to me so it's like what's the point you know at this point every time i try it hurts me more so you get to that point where you be like you know what i'm good and that's okay too we're we're taught to believe that that's not okay but that's okay too especially if you have brothers or are lucky enough to have male figures in your life who you trust enough who's been involved who's you know been present yo like let them play the role bro like that father role is not just for the person who you know had intercourse with your mother and birthed you like that's really not just who the father role is for it's for who is playing that role who is in that position you know if you are you know worried or scared who's the first person you think of it doesn't even have to be a male you know what I mean? Like, that's the whole stereotypical, stereotypical shit I'm talking about. They want us to put that label, that you got to be a male to play that father role. No, it's a lot of single mothers out here playing that father role. It's a lot of grandmothers out here playing that father role. It's a lot of aunties out here playing that father role. Sisters, brothers playing that father role. If you're not playing that position, what makes you think that God ain't going to send somebody that to play that position? Like... Especially if they know that that source or that child needs it. Like, they're not going to leave them high and dry. Now, there are, it's the foster system and stuff like that. But, that, like, I don't know. That's when it gets sticky to talk about it. Because that is a hard situation. Because there's a lot of kids that are put in homes that are not good. They're not safe. They're just not. And these are households, not 10, who are quote-unquote religious and holy-holy. Like, you walk in, they got Bibles all over the place. They wear skirts. They conservative walking out in public, but then they got their kids chained up in the motherfucking basement. Or the father being some creep-ass and raping the fucking adopted daughters. Or sons, too, because they just that creepy. Like, it's scary when you do think about that. But let me get back to the topic of the father. that right there Somewhere else for real for real. Um but yeah, um I'm sorry. I just also want to say story number five without saying going all over. Story number five was about a special place in paradise for black mothers, and she was speaking on you know just the whole police brutality and you know her son being 18 and having to ask, you know, mom, how should I handle? And I get pulled over by the police, you know. And she's just like, you know, keep your head forward, keep your hands stretched out. You know, she's scared for her son, and that's like so triggering to see, you know. And it's like, even with slavery back then, you know, since you know, Juneteenth was just yesterday, we might as well talk about it because what did I say? We also have, it's also about remembering the slavery and remembering what our ancestors went through, remembering what our mothers, 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 mother, mother went through, you know, like, cause they didn't go through that in vain, you know, um, but how she said, like, mothers rather watch their kids die and die free than to be bound in slavery, you know, so a lot of mothers were watching their kids die or actually killing their kids just so that they won't go into slavery, you know how traumatizing that is? You know, even with the whole coming to the States, you know, like, slavery, slaves were bought into this world, into America, right, to then be told years later, you're free, right, but you have no rights, (laughs) so you're pretty much just whatever, like, and you're also now, forced to work for a wage, you know, so you're free but not free, you know, you're free but ain't free free, you know, or the soldiers who fought in the army and returned home to no pay and couldn't go to the military post, they they were expected to not believe that they were one of them, so it's just like, you those kind of stories you can't sit there and listen to that and not be triggered bro like if you aren't you are some emotionalist ass motherfucker but like for real for real just talking about it is just triggering going back on yesterday it's just triggering because it was a lot of emotions in yesterday you know you can tell they were definitely linked in thin with their ancestors because it was a lot of that emotion of just we fought and fought and fought a lot of the stuff that was created by slaves were of course credited by white people Officers weren't allowed to be Officers for God knows how long Because you know officers were First were originally what? Slave hunters So of course black people Weren't going to be fucking allowed To be a cop We seen this guy yesterday That was actually The first sheriff's son The first sheriff of Baltimore He was his son And he was just telling us How his father passed A couple months ago And you know How they never were able to make it up there and I'm just like, you see how you just take things for granted. Just that right there, you know? And it's like now you know you you know you, you can live in comfort because your father is honored in the right way. Because they are so like the regional the, that museum definitely does represent the people with respect because it was nothing but respect in there and um, you can just feel the good energy. How you know them they themselves truly believe and are passionate about the black Amer- African American history. You know, like if if I wanted to or if I needed to ask questions, I'm sure I could have asked any other people in there questions and they could have given me an answer. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how how confident I was in them. Um but it was just how also at the end of the Story where he was talking about his son in the ER and how um, he coded and stuff. How they also said the son was calmer in the father's presence. So that also humbled him because he was just like, yo, you know, I took this little boy from the room. I ain't want this little nigga. And now look at me. He got me wrapped around his finger. He's healthy. He's alive. I'm proud of him. know and he was he was really proud like you can feel that his pride yo and i'm just like wow you know like that's such a good feeling and i ain't gonna lie it really does make a difference when when your dad is involved or like you know speaking to you or you know so but when you can heal and overcome that it does make a difference too within yourself like i overcame that you know like i didn't hold no grudges. I didn't, you know, have any bad feelings, you know, because when my dad reaches out, I'm, I'm appreciative, you know, sometimes I question his, his intentions or the motive, you know, behind it, but at nine times out of ten, I'm happy to hear from my dad, you know, I, and a lot of people don't even have that look, you know, like, to feel that type of emotion of happiness. They're more so irritated, like, what the fuck he hit me up for, you know what I'm saying, like, and that's because people can deny it, but parents make mistakes, as I've said plenty, plenty of times. They're humans too. So we have we as the kids we have this expectation of our parents that nah you gotta get shit right. You gotta get shit right all the time. Because you are the parent you went through this, right? So get it right. You've been you you did what I did already, right? So you should know how to react when I do something in a better way. You wouldn't have liked if your parents reacted the way you reacted to me. Like, you know, so we start actually holding that onto them. Holding that expectation onto them because why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. You, Like I said, you've been through this. You say you, you did half of the things. You're like, oh, you can't try to bamboozle me. You think I don't do this? Right? That's what all parents say. Right? Exactly. So that's what all parents be saying, bro. They be quick to say that. So at the end of the day, you can't say that if, you know, if you know I'm about to rebel or do some shit, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to sit me down, get me to understand, you know, help me to understand why I shouldn't do it and what I should do to get myself out of the position. Give me some good ideas, you know? Like, don't be on some bamboos bullshit, okay? Because parents like to play innocent as a thing. never did shit as a kid. And make you feel guilty as hell When you do shit like sneak out of the house Or you run away But no, what did you do to make me do that? Stop having so much restrictions on me Dang Stop, you know Asking dad to beat my ass When I do something bad Why won't you think that I would run away If that's the case, you know That's not, I don't think that's supposed to be The father's role in a, a, a kid's life A father doesn't only has to Only have to be the discipline disciplinary do you agree I, I don't think that that has to be his only role only role like even shit i don't think it has to be his role if he really doesn't even want to be that type of dad like listen, he has to just be the protect and the supporter right protect support you know like if he wants his wife or his girl to handle it, like, listen, I think you should be the one, because I got, it could be his own reasons. I got bad anger, you know, and I just don't know what I'm capable of when I snap out. And I'm good. If he knows his own trigger points, you know, anybody who's true to themselves, you shouldn't be ashamed of that. You know what I mean? Like, it happens to everybody. Everybody has anger. You know, now you shouldn't be out here beating your kid motherfucking unconscious. But at the same time, it happens. If you can admit to it, that's the first step. Admitting that you have an issue. So if he's open enough to admit it to you, like, baby, I got anger issues, I don't think I should be beating the kids, you know. Be fair. Don't start judging him all crazy and, like, doing all that. That's just too much. Because then when he don't come to your ass about nothing, then you're going to feel the of way about that. Choose your battles. Okay. That's another thing. Choose your battles, honey. Um. But, yeah. I just really do think there is an importance in a father's role. But, at the same time, if that a birth father is being difficult. I'm not saying go out in the streets and try to find you and daddy to feel that getting insane. All I'm saying is it will be provided. And if there is no physical, worldly father that you can trust in, go to your spiritual father. And that's real. I'm not even trying to sound all holy, holy, spirit, spirit. But I'm just trying to say for real, though. That's real shit. Because when you focus on yourself and you focus on the relationship with the Most High, it really does cause connections to happen. Like that you won't even expect. So with you focusing on yourself and and your Most High, that relationship alone, shit, you might just—the relationship you're looking for—may just come in, cause of you being obedient to the relationship that you stand faithful to within yourself. That makes a significant difference too. So, you know, don't allow people to like discourage you. If you are somebody who's out there and you rather choose to be single you know, everybody, you know, I also was a person who was single for a little bit, and there was my friends who were pressuring me to be in a relationship, like, listen, I don't want to be in a relationship, it's too stressful right now, I don't got time, I gotta focus on myself, like, and that's fair, you know, they want, they want to do double dates, they want, you know, do vacations, like, listen, I ain't got money for that, I ain't got money for that, you want to pay for us, oh, okay, so then, shut up, like, that's, get to that point, because it's just like, yo, shut up, for real, um, but, even with that, like, I didn't go to prom, I didn't do none of, well, yeah, I didn't do none of that, because they tried to be funny on our prom, everybody else's prom, they went somewhere else, like, you know, on, like, um, a yacht and stuff, they had our prom in the damn gym, in the damn gym like mad disrespectful how you gonna have that shit in the gym everybody else having shit on the motherfucking water and like other places but you gonna have it in the damn gym of the school that's just disrespectful so nobody really went to the prom and you know that kind of just took away my experience but also with me i wasn't able to be my true self at the time so like i was like out here you know, um, still having to be kind of girly-girly, because, you know, it's like they knew what I was, they knew I liked girls, but at the same time, they didn't know I liked girls, like my family, so it was kind of difficult, um, it was complicated, I should say, um, Like, even with that, like, a lot of people tried to blame my father for it, or even my father tried to blame himself for it, like, you gay because, you know, I didn't do it. No, it's not even that, bro. It's like, I'm gay because I'm gay. Like, that's just what it is. I mean, I like that pussy pussy. Sorry, excuse my language, but that's just really what it is, you know? Like, that's what I like, you know? And there ain't no shame in my game. It was a nice way I could have said that, but oh (laughs) well. Now it's already out there. I'm not about to delete this and start all over. It's not happening. It's a long way coming. Um, but yeah, maybe you know, there's the possibility that if my dad was more involved or in a different way versus just being disciplinary, would I be in a different position? I don't know. That's another lifetime this lifetime, I know though, I'm going to continue to move forward, I'm going to continue to do what I need to do, and um, I'm not going to allow that to contradict my future, or like, what I have for myself, or relationships that I have with people. you know, because like, there was a time that I had issues with even, you know, just my history of being molested and stuff like that, I had issues with being around men in general, like, I did not want to be around men. Like, I felt uncomfortable, I always felt uneasy, you know, and it was just like, get away from me, don't touch me, don't give me a hug, high five, okay, elbows, okay, like, we're cool with that, but don't fucking, don't give me a hug, okay, like, don't come too close to me, my adrenaline will start to hump, pump and all of that shit, but now, you know, I have grown tremendously, yesterday I, sh- I hugged a stranger, a man. Dr. Washington, who I might be going to uh, Africa, it Africa, um, but they played like the bongos and congos, and you know, he, he took my information and stuff, you know, and we've been texting, so hopefully that's an opportunity that I'll come to pass, so, and that's just really exciting um, Then once I go from there... It'll just be, like, opportunity after opportunity. That's what I'm believing in. You know, I told you guys with Shia's Tea, I plan on doing a lot more than just the podcast. As of right now, this is pretty much what I can handle um, due to my resources and things like that. But I do plan on doing more. I got the YouTube going. You know, I'm getting, you know, the uh, Facebook. I get more stuff on there. I got the Instagram going. So I'm, I'm trying to expand some things, you know. I might start hosting events, like, actual events, you know. Or, you know, trying to find an actual studio, you know. I might try to find a studio, you know. I don't know. Like, I start thinking about things or, like, things start happening. I just have to jump on the opportunity. Like, I can't sit on it, you know what I mean? Um, and that's another thing. Like, I just wanted to talk about that. Like, for me, I always thought of my father as my life because I was just like, okay, you know, I was a kid who grew up watching MTV and with MTV, they had the Sweet 16, they had all these shows with teenagers and the fathers being involved and I was just like, yo, I, I ain't never had a no Sweet 16. My dad ain't never buying no car. You know, like, I started thinking about that stuff and, I, and that's the also the, the bad thing when you do, start comparing your life. Because it's like, I ain't have this, I ain't have that, I ain't have this, I ain't have that. But look at what you did have and appreciate that. Like, learn to appreciate that. Because it's like, I didn't have all of that, but I I also didn't have, you know, an abusive, like, super abusive father. Where it was, like, physical, you know, like, punching me in my fucking head and shit. You know, like, I could be, like, slow if that was the case. <laughs> you know? <laughs> sometimes I think I am sometimes, bro. I ain't gonna cap you, man. Sometimes I'm a little There's a couple knocks missing Um But I'm just making jokes y'all Um But I don't know Like it's, it's really It's really a big topic When it is The father's role You know Because it can, it's a big debate Between the two It's like Is it very significant For a father To be able to be involved And it's like Yes Yes it is then at the same time it's like doing i think it's like a seasonal thing like it's, it's like during a certain day in life it's very important but at the same time if like that's not the case then you can just be like you know i don't need this i don't need to be like if it's unhealthy you know what I mean like it's not doing anything for me it's not benefiting me me making myself vulnerable over and over for someone who is just taking advantage of me because they think oh I'm their daughter or whatever the case may be that happens too and do you think that's healthy to keep following that do you think that is healthy for your relationships with your lovers or friends like that's not even healthy by itself so then you start struggling with that and they don't understand, a lot of people don't understand the connection between the two. You know, they start thinking, like, you know, I'm just not good with friends because I'm better off by myself. No, like, start looking at your past relationships. How's your relationship with your mom? How's the relationship with your dad? How's the relationship with your family in general? You know, are you one that it has was the black goose and you just ran off from family? You know, like, for me, I don't think... I so much ran off of family. I think I just disconnected myself, but I'm still available. You know, I'm like, I'm just like a dangling medallion right now. Like I'm just like dangling right now. Like you can reach out to me and of course I'll speak and I'll be, I'll be there, you know, like I love my family from a distance, you know, like there's some things that I went through or I remember and it's not, it doesn't settle well with me, but I've had to learn to forgive Grow and heal from that, so I can move on in my life and elevate. Cause I don't wanna stay in this low frequency or this middle frequency. I don't wanna I wanna rise above that so I can receive as all all my blessings I deserve right now in this lifetime. You know what I'm saying? As I'm present, You know, of course my next lifetime it might it might I might be even better. You know? Shit. I am gonna be better off in my life my next lifetime, you know? But it's like, in this one, I wanted to have the best too. I want to be good for myself and build good for myself, you know. So, I did text my father, you know, reached out, tell him I love him, you know. As long as I'm genuine, that's all I feel good about. I genuinely reached out to you. I genuinely said I loved you. I genuinely wished you a good, happy Father's Day. So, moving on with my day, having a good day, you know. Hope you so, you know, I wish you the same And that's just pretty much it, you know But if you do have a father who is present And who is trying, per se You know, he is like He might be awkward, he might be weird But if he's trying, you know, he's just present And he's like, you know, how's your day going? How, how was school? And you could be like, oh my gosh But like, tell him how your day was going since he's available And he's really trying with you A lot of us don't have that You know Like Though I may say You know It's not something I'm sour about Which I'm not I'm not sour about it But it does hurt You know It does It is a little sting to it When I think about My relationship with my father There's a little sting to it But I'm grateful Because I have my older brother Javon like my fucking father bro like and that's why i say the father role could be anybody he is my dad like when i say i'm trying to get my fucking credit right so i could be like a fucking make him proud okay i want my crowd i want my credit to be a thousand all right so i can just be like look look by my, my credit score is a thousand he could be like i'm proud of you that's all i want to hear but my brother always loves me he's proud of me that's another thing like there's a lot of things that we spiritually have gone together in like he was recently I told you guys We did the together And stuff And during that time You know We really 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 got close Like we really got close And um, I'm just grateful For that time um, And I'm just working On my relationship With my other My younger brothers you know, uh It's a little rocky it's, it's Motherfuckers is hard And this shit But I love them And You know They are going to be grown up to be Great men You know Great fathers and they know it. Everything's fixable, but it's going to take a little time. Unforgivable. Okay? It was unforgivable. It was a lake, y'all. It was a man-made lake. They just had piled and piled, and piled up sand. And you could stand up the whole time and not, not drown. Um, but I feel like me and babe, we definitely had some things happening to us, like, on a spiritual level. Like, there was a lot of cold patches. And, um... Uh, there was like a pulling of our crystals because you know we wore our crystals in the water and it just felt like there was a pulling down of our crystals in a certain area so it was definitely something happening it was definitely something happening but did i stick around to see no i did not we left shortly after and um, <laughs> that's why we're on our way home um but i keep getting distracted because it's the fact that i got like heat bumps on an my arm, and it really itch, y'all. And I know Babe, cruel telling me, stop scratching it, stop scratching it. But y'all, I feel like Smokey in the motherfucking I am scratching, hit hear me? Because it itch, you understand? It itches so crazy right now, and um, it's not good. Cool. It's really not good. Cool. It's not good cool at all. But yeah, I love y'all, kings and queens. Don't be better against your father, whether he's present or not. You know, like, that are present, he loves you, but he just don't know how to show it, because of his own battles, because like I said, every man is human We become bitter and we start to just, you know, give up on things and not shed light on it anymore. We start to shed darkness on it, like, ah, whatever, you know, like that, that's not going to go anywhere, blah, blah. And that ends up actually happening. Remember how we always talk about the power of the tongue and, you know, what you can manifest. So manifest greatness, manifest things to work out, manifest, you know, the binding of relationships manifest all of that manifest growth manifest positivity you know manifest inheritance manifest fortune you know get what you need out of it but don't sit there and suck life out of yourself because you want to be stuck on something okay the person that you mad at they moving on okay like my mom said something very powerful she's like you know i i i sometimes you know it's hard for me because I sometimes not, I'm not ready for an apology. Sometimes I want to hold it against that person. You know, because when a person apologizes to you about what they've done to you, they've now let go of it. Now it's your responsibility to, to let it go so that you can move on. But then we get that apology and then we're mad that somebody apologized. The fuck they apologized for? La, 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 la. We don't want to believe that it's genuine, but in our heart, even if it's not genuine, There's a lot of apologies that I haven't heard But I'm, I, have, I had to take it So I can move on I'm not about to like s- sit there and hold on to it Why? So that you can continue to move on And you're you, you losing weight You're looking good you having babies after babies Your skin glowing Your business is thriving while I'm still stuck No Don't keep yourself stuck You better bless yourself and move on honey like I said, the person who did you wrong, they, they, they sipping mimosas and chilling because they apologize to you. They don't let it go. And like I said, even if it's not genuine to them, they don't let it go. And little do they know if the apology is not genuine for the fake ass fucking apology givers, if the apology is not genuine, you ain't slick. The universe knows better. The most high knows better and your ass still won't get the fuck you need, to, you need to get until that apology is genuine. But by that time, it may not be. It may have rained out of time. It happens like that sometimes. Sorry. Bro. You know? And a lot of times, that happens with people and their fathers. And the relationships they have. You know? The kids end up dying before the father. Or the father ends up just passing away. And it leaves a mark. It leaves like a fucking scar. heart, the one who ain't here to apology or the one that was supposed to apologize, Mm. let's talk about it, that's how it be, that's how it be, I don't like that shit though, that's what causes wedges between families and shit, and just relationships in general, you know, like because of my experience with my father, is not. That's not why I'm gay, you know. And but that's what a lot of people like to assume. But it's also like because of what I went through with my father, I'm rocky to trust men. Because it's like, do um, you know who my dad is? I can't fully trust what you're saying right now. I got to see actions. Because that's why I always say actions. Speak louder than words. That's like my biggest thing. Because I always heard a lot of shit. A lot of, oh, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. And what you didn't do. Okay? And what didn't happen. Alright? So it's like I'll be tired. Like, Save it. Show me. Save your energy for what you're going to say and show me in your action. Straight like that. So that's why I'm like this now with the relationship with my dad. Because, you know, like, I you all say, phones go both ways. And I am one that is guilty to say that I do be going in my age, But at the same time, I am also the daughter. You know, and I don't feel like I need to beg any longer. I'm done begging. I still honor and respect my father. He still plays the role of a father. But other than that, I love from a distance. And that's just... From protecting myself and that's just what it is some family might listen to this and tell him to listen to it and hey I don't want to I don't want to hurt your feelings I don't want to make you feel no type of way their roles. Again, whether you be male, female, grandma, auntie, cousin, brother, we appreciate you and we love you and we thank you for taking on that role of being a father and a provider, a protector. To the fathers who have passed on, rest in paradise, you know, much respect and condolences to you. Um, To the families that have lost you, I send comfort and Messages to you all, um, to who um, are their fathers on today, um, again, sending you strength and endurance during these tough times, um, and to fathers out there, stay encouraged, it's not always easy playing the father role, sometimes you feel like you're not doing it right, sometimes you feel like there's ways that you can do it different, but that's the part of golf as well. Stay aware of your actions, how you move, and what you can do different. If you have done a mistake, everybody makes mistakes. But don't make it where it's repetitive and you're doing it over and over because then it's not a mistake. At that point, I feel like you're doing it over. So don't do that. <laughs> don't cause your relationship to be damaged, okay? Because you want to keep doing the same thing.